What is up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Rackleman. It is Wednesday, August 12th. Hard Knocks. I'll tell you what, every year, man, Hard Knocks rolls around. You know it's uh, it's game on. Game on. And in terms of fantasy football, and, and hey, I know people are still out. There's a lot of people out there who are uncertain. As we get more and more information... I am becoming more and more certain that this is going to start this, the NFL season, is going to start on time and it's going to finish on time. In fact, uh, yesterday, the NFL Executive Vice President Peter O'Reilly said, hey, February 7th, still on track. The direct quote was, we're very confident in our protocols and are very focused on a Super Bowl and a season that ends on February 7th and starts and ends as scheduled. He went on to say we're laser, laser focused. On February 7th. That's good. Less than 1% in terms of the COVID testing. I'm going to talk a little bit about Hard Knocks and what I saw on the first episode of Hard Knocks. A little Hard Knocks intel coming up on today's show. And we're going to break down wide receivers to target if you happen to go running back heavy early in your drafts. I have a whole list here of wideouts to target throughout the draft. Before we get into that, though, i got to tell you about our sponsor for today, You know who it is. It's Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Well, you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy sports site in the world because, well, monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. You know the other sites. You know what they give. Well, monkeyknifefight.com has something else to offer. There's no salary caps, and you don't have to play against the Sharks, which means anyone has a chance of winning, even you. MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests and all the sports you love, baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, eSports. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. And you know what else? MonkeyKnifeFight.com has a free $5 game for you just for signing up. And if you use the promo code RANT, R-A-N-T, you're going to have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50. I like that, man. I like free money. I like money in general. So free money is the best kind of money. $50 matched instantly on your first deposit. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're getting into when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. Use that promo code RANT. All right, so let's get into it. And I know a lot of people are nervous about NFL because of what has happened in college with the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. But remember, those are college conferences, not professional sporting leagues. They have a lot of other sports to play. I've already talked about this, talked about it yesterday. And also, let's be clear, these seasons weren't canceled. They were postponed, which is a different story We could still see spring football, and I don't see a problem with that whatsoever, but it has no bearing on the NFL. And really, we got our first major glimpse behind the scenes. If you aren't actually in NFL camps right now, you really don't know exactly what's going on. Well, now we do with Hard Knocks, and Hard Knocks Los Angeles. So ordinarily, we only get one team this year. Oh, we get two. We get the Rams and the Chargers, and this was a great episode So if you haven't seen it already, well, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I am going to give my review. I guess you could fast forward a little bit if you really don't want any spoilers here, but I'm getting into this review. So every week during the 
preseason with hard knocks. I like to give my hard knocks intel. Now, historically, what this intel has been is me looking uh, for any sorts of fantasy nuggets. You know, last year we talked about Keelan Doss. Keelan Doss, this guy right here. Knock on wood if you're with me. Well, this year, a little bit different. I'm going to try and get those fantasy nuggets for you. In fact, I think I have one for you. But at least in the beginning of the show, we got a great glimpse of the NFL training camp, etc. in the era of COVID. The show opens with Anthony Lynn and the Chargers on Zoom. We all know Zoom really well at this point. And he told the team that he had COVID. And that was a little bit of a surprise. Didn't tell anybody before that point, but uh, went into it a little bit later on in the episode. He said that he didn't even realize that it was COVID until he heard somebody talking about the symptoms. And he said, you know, it kind of feels like what I have, uh, maybe I should get tested. So if he didn't hear that, he probably wouldn't have gotten tested. So it is pretty interesting thinking about that just in our own lives. Anyway, there was a lot of precautions in place, a lot of testing in place. We saw how the players were being tested with the nose swabs. Uh, there was uh, blood tests for some of them as well that we saw, like you know, taking blood. We saw the setup in the facilities. You know, the Rams are having team meetings under a tent outside. You know, the social distancing in place. The league is taking this very seriously. We saw players wearing masks during their walkthroughs, so they have walkthrough practices. That's all they're allowed to have at this point. Anthony Lynn said he wanted them to use it. They were optional. We saw some players who weren't wearing them at all times, but Sean McVay wearing a face shield, (laughs) which to me is always a funny look. He had the mask on, and he's like, I got this thing right here. I like this. Throws the face shield on. But we also saw both teams bring up the Miami Marlins. And I'm actually glad that I saw that. I was hoping to see that. I figured this was going to be the case. Uh, Thank you, baseball, for effing up to create an example for us to not follow, pretty much. And McVeigh even said, direct quote from him, things happen when when you don't make good decisions. Things happen when you don't make good decisions. Yeah, obviously, you have to say it, though. And you got to be on it. You got to be on it because anything can potentially happen here. If you let your foot off the gas, anything can happen. And there are going to be people, we know people in our lives, there's a knucklehead in every bunch, isn't there? And people aren't always going to make the best decisions. But in this case, you know, these are professional athletes. It's part of their job to make the right decision, and the teams are stressing it big time. So, Interesting in the COVID on the COVID front, and actually not not actually directly related here, but Sean Payton actually talked about this as well. He is not on Hard Knocks this year, but he said, "I am proud and glad that we haven't any positive tests. So no positive tests there for the Saints." He said he went on to say, "But you need to know something. Just when you think everything's good, bam, we'll have eight. Payton goes on to say, "This is how this guy works. In other words, COVID. This isn't like we've got this figured out." Man, we don't have this figured out. So, Sean Sean Payton saying pretty much as much. If you take your foot off the gas, if you feel like you're comfortable, you could immediately have an out- outbreak if 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 the wrong things happen. And and we saw that with baseball. So, the NFL taking this serious that is good. Now, a quick fantasy nugget here: Justin Herbert. The show highlighted him a little bit. You could say uh, there were you know so we hear. Anthony Lynn saying Terod Taylor's in the driver's seat. We hear him say he's probably our day one start. Probably. He'll probably be our day one starter. Hmm. 
Then he goes on to talk about Justin Herbert, and he said, him sitting for the entire year, that may not be the case. Then we see Justin Herbert on the field. Now, I'm telling you, he looks like an NFL quarterback. The dude is a big guy. Saw him in person. He's a very cerebral guy, smart, looks the part. And then on top of it, he can spin it. He can spin it. They were a lot. They were doing these drills where he had to hit targets. He had to drop it in a net. And man, you could just see the coaches ogling over him. Nothing was said. They liked Terod Taylor. They liked the leadership. Nothing was said. But man, you left that door open. He'll probably be our day one starter. Herbert sitting the year. That may not be the case. I think the more they see him the more they're going to be inclined to get him under center. I still have the line set at four and a half games started for Terod Taylor. I am absolutely hammering the under unless the odds were crazy. Unless the under was something like minus 250. I'm hammering the under if that's the line. And I'm not saying that's the official line. That's my line. So the more I see Herbert, man, we'll see. Especially if you know if Hard Knocks is going to be highlighting him like crazy then man, oh man, there really wasn't much from the uh, Rams side of things. But of course, we'll keep an eye on, you know, really, especially if we get anything about Cam Akers, about the tight ends. And then obviously with the Chargers, in addition to the quarterback situation, I think the the other thing that if we get any insight, and we may not, Hard Knocks doesn't give you everything, but if we get any insight into Joshua Kelly, I'll be, I'll be keeping an eye on that. So another update coming next week. Every Wednesday through preseason, I'll give you the Hard Knocks intel. All right. All right. So let's move on here. So let's say, let's say you just for sake of argument, hammer running back early three or maybe four running backs in the first five rounds that could happen. But three, I think three in the first four rounds is hammering it early. Not a bad strategy. There's there's merits to any strategy, right? Not a bad strategy. You just now need to go after wide out beyond that point. The good news this year is wide out. There's so much value. Like, you're not going to have a top 12 wide receiver most likely if you go that route. Maybe. I I, I don't know. It's going to be tough. But you're not going to get two of them, that's for sure. You could get two of them going the other way around, by the way, but your running backs are going to be thin. I mean, you got to pick and choose your battles. So let's say on draft day, though, it works out that you end up going three running backs in the first four rounds. There is still a strong path to success. In fact... I have a list of 20 wide receivers you can target starting in the fifth round. 20! Now, granted, the guys at the top of the list are much more appealing than the guys at the bottom of the list, but I'm going all the way down to round 13 in ADP. And really, that's how I compiled this. I didn't base this off my rankings. I really wanted to use ADP. This time of year, too, by the way, when you're looking at rankings and you're looking at draft boards, my draft board is officially up, ftnfantasy.com. The newest edition, newest version is out, so you can see how I laid that thing out. If you're using that, if you're using tiers, whatever you're using, you also have to be conscious of ADP. And ADP, I'm telling you, if you're drafting on ESPN.com, the ADP of the site is going to heavily influence your draft. So if you know that there are weaknesses in ADP, you can exploit them. If you're drafting at home, ADP isn't necessarily going to heavily influence your draft, but... I will tell you, if you're drafting at home, I've seen this over the years. I will look around 
And sometimes I see people with an FTN, you know, or with my rankings, but I will see a lot of people using my good friend Mike Clay's rankings over at ESPN. Why? Because they're free. Of course, they're free. You can print them out. They're really easy to find online. Fantasy Football Rankings 2020. Boom. Mike Clay's rankings. (laughs) Okay. They're right at the top. If you know Clay's rankings and you take a look at them, or whoever you think might be the big popular, you know who whose rankings people in your league use. You can use that to your advantage because you'll know generally where players are going to go now because people are going to draft based off overall, overall rankings. And you know if you have your own rankings or if you use my rankings, there's going to be differences, and you can exploit those differences. You can certainly exploit those differences. So anyway, I wanted to use ADP, just a general set, general feel for where these guys are going to go. In the fifth round, if you missed out, um, not even missed out. If you went running back heavy early, three guys on my list in the fifth round, Tyler Lockett, Keenan Allen, Cortland Sutton. Slightly different types of receivers. Uh, you have your sort of true number one with some upside in Tyler Lockett, but it's a run-heavy offense. You have a true number one, but not as much upside with a questionable quarterback situation in Keenan Allen. And then you have crazy upside, but a questionable quarterback situation in Cortland Sutton. I do like them. In that order, in that order right now, I actually prefer Keenan Allen just slightly to Cortland Sutton, but I'd be happy with any of these guys. And if you have three running backs in the first four rounds, you have three top 20 running backs. So you're starting a running back in your flex spot. You're going to be a little weak at your second wide receiver spot, but these are all wide receiver twos. Like they're all top 24 wide receivers. So I don't think you're that bad off here. If you ended up getting like a top 12 to 15 guy, maybe end up getting sort of the back end of that top top 12, you get an Adam Thielen or something like that, it's not a bad start. I, it's probably not a route I'm going to go in many drafts because the board doesn't give me that route. But if it was there, I'd take it, knowing I could get a Tyler Lockett, Keenan Allen, or Cortland Sutton in round five. All right, so round six. Three more wideouts who stand out to me. Stephon Diggs, Marquise Brown, Devontae Parker. Diggs, you're not paying a premium price for him. He's going to be a little bit more volatile. He's sort of a 1-1A situation with John Brown, but man, is there upside there. Marquise Brown, same thing. You know, Man, is there upside. These guys are wide receiver threes in this group. And Parker... Parker might actually be at the top of the list for me. In ADP, he's at the bottom of this group, believe it or not. So he's a pretty good value. But Parker's probably at the top of the list. It's a questionable quarterback situation, but lots of upside. Marquise Brown, it's a run-heavy offense. That's the big drawback, but there are going to be some weeks where he puts up some major numbers. So any of those guys, I would prefer them as my third wide out, though. I really don't want to wait past round five if I have three running backs already. But any of those guys in play. In round seven, only one wide out currently in ADP, who I think is interesting. It's Will Fuller. I've talked about this at great length. Will Fuller has the potential to deliver some of the highest return on investment of anybody on the board this year if he could stay healthy. And that is a huge freaking if. But in the seventh round, I'll take a chance on that if. In the eighth round, I was really surprised to see Tyler Boyd. Now, it depends on your ADP source. Like I said, site ADP is going to have a heavy influence. So I try to use a general ADP source that's sort of a consensus and uh, not affiliated with just one like Yahoo or ESPN, because your your ADP is slightly slanted there. So Tyler Boyd, I really think maybe you could look at him in the seventh round, honestly, as, as a guy in that range. I would take him actually before Fuller, 
you know, so even though his ADP here is in the eighth round, I think you look at him ahead of Fuller. I definitely like him much more than AJ Green. In fact, I don't have AJ Green on this list. Boyd, solid. You know, poor man's Cooper Cup, solid. In addition, in the eighth round, Deontay Johnson, who may go in the seventh round, and that's fine. If he goes in the seventh round, that's just a bit too early. And then Marvin Jones. Dude, nobody wants Marvin Jones. And I, I get to a degree why that is, but Marvin Jones is a top 35 wide receiver who you don't have to pay that price for right now. Not bad. Round nine, upside city. Henry Ruggs, CeeDee Lamb, McCole Hardman. And I do prefer it in that order, actually. So I think ADP has it right right now. Ruggs slightly ahead of CD. I think CD is the better player, the more complete player, but he's also in a much tougher, you know, on a much tougher depth chart in terms of target volume. We're hearing some rumblings off the Vegas beat that Nelson Aguilar could put a damper on Henry. I'll believe that when I see it. Put a damper on his fantasy value. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. I still like taking a shot with CeeDee Lamb, though, because there's too much upside. And we've talked about McCole Hardman, <laughs> you know, ad nauseum in terms of his upside. In the 10th round, hey, Christian Kirk's going in the 10th round. That's pretty solid. Jerry Judy going in that range, too. So both guys are going to be number twos, but you're talking about probably your fifth or sixth wideout at this point. I mean, my fifth wideout, if he's a number two on his respective team, I don't mind that. Anthony Miller in the 11th, really like, and and Mike Williams in the 11th as well, but really like Anthony Miller's upside. I know people are going to be reluctant with Mike Williams. Uh, if if what we saw out of Justin Herbert, man, when that guy gets under center, I'm telling you, he's going to be a difference maker for that team in the passing game. 12th round, Brandon Ayuk. I don't know if he sticks here, if he moves up through the course of the month, but if he's going late round, screw that. I'm, I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him for his upside, and we don't know how long Debo is going to be out. Finally, 13th round. This is as far as I go. Alan Lazard and Nikhil Harry. Alan Lazard's the number two wide receiver in Green Bay. He's Aaron Rodgers' number two. Now, he's not going to be super consistent, but it's the 13th round. And Nikhil Harry is the most ideal target for Cam Newton. He's not going to be the top target, but he's the most ideal wide receiver target for him. I'll take a stab on him in the 13th round. So 20 receivers and... The, the beauty to having a list like this, so what I will do, and, and this is a great little little tip, I'm going to have my draft board set up, and there are going to be guys who I'm more interested in than other guys, and I'll have a little notation. Now, I've, I used to highlight, <laughs> I used to highlight, and then I noticed when I'd get up to get a beer, people would go look at my highlighted players. <laughs> So I guess the, the key is just put all your beers in front of you. <laughs> no. Well, if you won't, if you don't want to do that, you can have different notations, different marks to, to highlight the guys that you re- like in certain ranges. So there are other wide receivers obviously going in these ranges. You know, for example, Will Fuller and Emmanuel Sanders are going in the same range, but I don't want Emmanuel Sanders. Now, I still have him on my draft board, but I don't want him. I would much rather Will Fuller. So I have just little notations for draft day. That way I don't really have to think on draft day. I just can react. It's a good way to go about it. Anyway, you want my draft board? FTNFantasy.com. Go check that out. Also, auction tips. Remember I said there would be five more tips? They are up. The auction strategy and tips article is free. So you can check that out if you have an auction coming up. My auction values are up. That is behind the paywall. So you got to be a subscriber to check it out, but it is worth the price of admission. FTNFantasy.com for that. 
Appreciate everybody continuing to review this podcast. We're gaining momentum. I love to see the growth here, and I really love doing this. So you can help me to keep doing it by reviewing and rating the show on iTunes. The easiest way to rate the show on iTunes, if you have an iPhone, open up your podcast app, go to my podcast, The Rant, scroll down to the bottom, click the stars. It's that easy. Appreciate everybody there. Uh, Big time help to the show. We're gaining momentum, baby. On social media, at Jeff Ratcliffe on Twitter, at Jeff Ratcliffe on Instagram. Use the hashtag RadPack. That way I know you're a listener of the show. All right. Today, we did the wideouts. If you go RB heavy early, tomorrow, the running backs. If you go wideout heavy. That's on the flip side. I'll catch you then. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here.